Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of American Billiard Radio. Today is Thursday, October 4th. It's been a couple of weeks since I did an episode. Uh, just one of those cases where life got in the way, and I apologize, and I will do my best to do better in the future. We do have an interview this week. I had a chance to talk to April Larson. Now, this interview actually took place last week, so it's not exactly current time-wise, but that's our interview for this week. Uh, before we get to that interview, there's a little bit of news. We had, a, uh, we had three major events, as, as far as I'm concerned. And the first of those major events was the reason why we interviewed April. The WPBA Ho-Chunk Classic at the Ho-Chunk Casino in Wisconsin Dells, Wisconsin. Once again, Allison Fisher. You remember when she was taking time away from the game? It sure doesn't seem like she did. She went undefeated through the field. I mentioned April Larson because April came through the one-loss side. She took third place, losing to Guy Young Kim, 8-5 to five in the semifinals. And then Kim lost to Fisher for the second time in the event in the finals. But the big win that, that really jumped out at me was April Larson's 8-5 win over Seeming Chen. Seeming Chen being the number one female player in the world. Also, uh, the prospective members of the Moscone Cup Team USA were over in Russia. The Kremlin Cup went to Niels Fayen. He defeated Alex Kazakis in the finals. After that, there was another challenge match, like the one that took place last year. And again, it came down to Hill Hill with both captains able to put up their players for the final match to determine who won. Once again, Team USA put up Shane Van Boning. Once again, Team Russia put up Fedor Gorst. And once again, Shane won in the finals. Fedor was up 3-0. Shane came back and won five racks in a row for the win. That wasn't all that Shane did, though. From there, he and his teammates went on to play in the Euro Tour Leaned Open, and Shane won that. Hill Hill against Eklant Kachi in the finals. Shane made a big comeback, was trailing the match 6-1. to one. Well, he was trailing 5-0, 6-1. Came back tied it at 7-7. They went back and forth. Shane ended up winning the final match 9-8. So all of those players are back in the States now. The other big news was the North American Pool Tours Desert Classic at Griff's in Los Angeles on September 21st through 23rd. That event was won by Brittany Bryant, and she defeated Melissa Little, knocked Melissa to the one-loss side, and then beat her again in the finals. So those are our three big winners for, I'd say for the last week, but it's been longer than that. That's all I've got this week. I will go ahead and pass you off now to the interview that I did with April Larson. April talks about what got her started in pool, the junior program at Lindenwood, she talks about the Atlantic Challenge Cup, her win against Seaming in the WPBA event, and what the future holds for her. Before I get to the interview with April, I do want to apologize. When I did the interview, I was using a different microphone, and it definitely does not sound as good as the normal microphone. Uh, lesson learned, I will not use that microphone again. So here you have April Larson. And I'm very proud to be joined now all the way from... You're in at Lindenwood right now, aren't you? Yeah, Lindenwood University. It's in St. Charles, Missouri. 
St. Charles, Missouri. You're in between classes, right? Uh, yes, as of right now. <laughs> okay, April Larson is joining us this week. April, um, you've you've been busy. Had a, the big WPBA yes. event uh, a couple weeks ago. Before we get into all that, can you tell me what, what it was that got you started in pool? So my dad actually was on a league with his entire side of the family, and I went there for like two years just to see the family and hang out with them, but then once I saw them as much as I did, um, I wanted to start playing with them because I was kind of getting bored just sitting there watching, so I started picking up a pool cue and doing my thing in the corner, and then um, they asked me when I was like 10, 11 years old if I wanted to join the team, and I did, and then they put me in the junior league, and that took off with the BEF, so it's been a crazy ride for sure. I assume you you play better than your, your league mates now? Um, currently, yes, but they do put in a lot of work, and they're trying to take it more seriously so they can compete and everything, and it's really cool to see them take it seriously because I take it so seriously. When you talk about taking it seriously, um, how how much time do you put into your game each week? So we have practices here at Lindenwood that are about two hours apiece, and there are two of those a day for Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and I try to stay for all four hours each of those days. And then, like, I go in at night all the time just to, like, play sets with my teammates and everything, so it's a lot of fun. So... You know, most fans aren't familiar with the idea of having a a billiards program like what Mark has put together there at Lindenwood. So can you fill people in on, on what that's like? Uh, yeah, so his program is kind of um, is not really new, but it's like a new, refreshing outburst of like just the love for the game. So he just loves the game. So we just play... Um, we play sets, we play uh, drills, but they're not like horrendous drills. You know, like when you think drills, you think time consuming, you don't want to do it. But his drills are actually really fun. Like I'll go in there at night and just practice his drills for fun. So that's like during the practice time. So during practice, you do that. And then we have matches a couple weekends throughout the semester and we play another team. So like, we just got done playing Durban. They went to Durban while I was at the WPBA event. And um, so they played, like, Nick Varner and Landon Shuffett. Now that he graduated, he's on their team. And you you just play a ton of different matches, like doubles, team against team, singles. It's really, really cool to, uh, to go experience. So I'm super pumped to go. Like, there's one this weekend. So I'm going to be there this weekend. It's at the Lindenwood... Um, at our training facility here on campus. So it's going to be a lot of fun. And this is part of your curriculum. Um, yeah. Yeah. So like you're, um, you're not required. Like if you have some, if you're bogged down with homework and you call him and you're like, Hey, I can't make practice. He's super, super understanding, but he does want you there as much as possible, which I don't blame him because that's why most of us are here are specifically because there's a pool program, you know, and I'm assuming that this isn't the sort of thing where your your generic student is going to Lindenwood and thinks, well, psh, pool, that's an easy credit. I mean, you've really got to prove yourself just to get in the door, don't you? Uh, yeah, so it's not, I don't think it gives us a credit for like our schooling. So it's more of just like 
it's more of a, I don't want to say club because I don't think it's a club, but it like it is a LU sponsored team, but um, it doesn't give you like a a class credit if that makes sense. And everybody who's a part of the program pool is going to be a big part of their future as far as far as their plans. Yeah, so there's so a lot of them are like that, like like me who want to go and they want to do something in the pool world eventually, you know, like they want to make a name for themselves. But some of them actually just like came here, heard about the team and signed up and they actually love it. You know, like they may not be good, but Mark Mark is so passionate about the game. He's willing to help whoever at whatever level, you know. So we have some brand new players who've never picked up a pool cue in their life. And then we also have the players who you know, are near pro level, you know, like Landon Shuffett, who just graduated, so. And I assume that Mark uh, builds a, a program for individuals based on their ability? Yeah, yeah, like he'll work with each of us individually, or we'll do, we do lag competitions, or he'll like match us up with people our skill level to see how we compete with them. And yeah, so he's he's got it all figured out. <laughs> Well, um, I would say that what brought you back up on the radar for this interview was the WPBA event a week or two weeks ago. But honestly, you're never really far off the radar. I mean, you're you're out there playing quite a bit. Can you tell us about the WPBA event? Oh my gosh, what a, what a tournament! I um, so I got there just expecting to see what I could bring to the table new since I've been at Lindenwood because he worked with me a ton before I got there. And he had changed a couple things on my stroke that I knew was going to help me. I just didn't know how much. And like after the tournament, so I got third. And after the tournament, I called Mark and I was like, my dad says thank you. I say thank <laughs> you. Like We were just like, we owe everything to you because... Like he worked on my mental game so much. Like that was my, that was my least dominant part of my game. You know, like I couldn't, my mental was all over the place and he worked with me a lot on my mental game. So it, a lot of it was thanks to Mark as to why I performed how I did. That event had the, uh, that new format that they're, they're playing with, with the different brackets. What do you think Uh about that? I like it. I honestly like it a lot because, the first tournament, so the first tournament they did that at was at Soaring Eagle at the beginning of the year. And I was in stage one, so I had to work my way to stage three. And I really like it because it gives us, like, lower players a chance to not only make extra money for getting out of our bracket, it, um, by the time we get to the better players, you know, um, like Allison and Ga Young Kim, we're already warmed up, you know what I mean? So it's kind of nice um, to hit a couple balls before you, like, get thrown into the wolves, you know what I mean? So it's it's kind of nice. There was uh, a particular win that you had there at the tournament that really jumped out at most people. Um, you know, that's C-Ming girl. She's rated kind of high. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I still can't believe it happened. <laughs> We're talking about a win over the number one player in the world. Um, that had to feel good. Yeah, she, um, so I didn't know what to expect, you know, going into it. And um, she wasn't, 
you know when you can tell a player's not like on the ball she I could tell something was just a little off like she wasn't comfortable or something but she was so gracious about it I've never played a player that was so gracious like she shook my hand and she said good luck and I was like oh my gosh what just happened (laughs) I was in shock I couldn't believe it was that I mean certainly you don't make a goal in your in your career to beat the number one player but what kind of goals do you have for for pool and which ones have you already accomplished so when the Atlanta Challenge Cup came out I looked at my dad and like started tearing up because I'm like this is huge you know um so that was my first like possible achievable goal you know was to make it to the ACC and I made it to the Atlanta Challenge Cup so that goal was accomplished but now I want to win junior world championships this year because it's my last year and I got third place last year so I think I could win it this year but um, my all-time goal is to be ranked number one in the world eventually. But it's, I know it's a far stretch, but it's, that's my biggest goal. Well, and I would imagine if you keep – I mean, certainly that's a huge goal. But with right. the ability that you've shown, it's not, it's not a crazy idea. Well, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, speaking of Atlantic Challenge Cup, you're on the team again this year? Yes. Tell me about that event. Uh, you know, America hasn't had the best of luck in that event. No, um, we've struggled quite a bit, but I think I think with Allison bringing the training to Lindenwood, um, from how much Mark has helped me in the little time that he has, I'm so excited to see him and Allison take on this training camp together because like just with how much impact they've had on my game, I can only imagine how much impact they're going to have on everyone's game. So hopefully they get our mental game, right. They get, um, they get our strokes, right. So we can play under pressure. Um, and I know that there's a lot of younger players this year, but I think that's going to be good for the long run because then they'll be experienced and they'll be able to like know what to expect for years to come. If that makes sense. The Atlantic Challenge Cup was was built based on Moscone Cup, and yep. I understand that you're not playing with, you know, a thousand people in the stands cheering like soccer fans for the other team, but still, mm-hmm. can you tell us a little bit about the kind of pressure that is involved in an event where you're representing your country? Um, it's extreme pressure because I remember the first year, like it was yesterday, they had cameras in your face like it was super hot in the arena because there are tvs everywhere um it's just intense like it's the most intense environment that i've experienced so when i watch the Moscone cup i can only imagine what those guys are going through <laughs> like if that was too much pressure for me i can only imagine five thousand people in the stands like i went to the Moscone cup last year in vegas and I was sitting there and I looked at my dad. I'm like, there's no way <laughs> that I could even make one ball with all these people. Like, you know, because there's Europeans in the crowd, too. So you got them booing you. You got them chanting at you. It's just it's insane. Um, so you said that really you got you got serious about pool when you got involved with the BEF. Can you tell us about your experience with uh, the BEF and, and junior nationals? 
Yeah, yeah. The the BAF has like skyrocketed my entire pool career. Like when I first went there, I remember being like so excited to meet the Black Widow while I was there to have the chance to go to Poland the first year. It was just like a whole new realm of seriousness of pool. And it was so professional, you know. Um, and now like to think that the Black Widow is like a friend of mine and I've been to Junior World Championships probably seven times. It's it's just, it's given me the best opportunity I think I could have ever imagined for myself. Like I've traveled the world because of the BEF. It's pretty cool. And how many titles have you won in your career with the BEF? So I've won five. Okay. And those were? It was, oh shoot. I want to say it was 2000, 2011 to 2016, I want to say, were the five years. And and the BEF, you're not, well, not just the BEF, the Junior Nationals, you're not playing for prize money. You're playing for, are you playing for scholarship money as well as products? Yeah, so I have received about three to $4,000 in scholarship from the BEF, which is outstanding. That's really cool. And then the rest of it's product. Yeah, and like you get um, like racks, you get a trophy. Like it used to be a huge cup. Now it's a gold medal. It's really, really cool. They make you feel very special when you win, for sure. And this last one was uh, the, the one that you played in a couple of months ago. That was the last that you'll be able to play? Yes. All right, well, you know, I have to ask, tell me about this Michelle Zhang girl. Um, so she, I don't know, like we've, um, we've played a couple times when I won it, but now she, she must be putting in a ton of work because her game has gotten so much better and she's shooting, she's shooting real strong. Like she's beaten Lori John, you know, everybody's going crazy. Like, who is she? I'm like, she's a really good player. She, she deserves the recognition she's starting to get, you know, she's deserved it for much longer, but now she's finally getting that recognition, and she's super humble. She, um, I, I wish her nothing but the best. She deserves it. She's probably putting in a ton of work. And for listeners who are not familiar, you, you lost to her twice at the at the last Junior Nationals? Yep. I lost to her on the A side and the B side. Do you see a rival reforming? Um, I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> I, I really hope there's no rivalry because... Um, it's just a game is how I view it. So, uh, there's no need for rivalry. There's no need for like competition where people don't like each other. It's, that's not what I'm about. I'm just here to have fun. That's the whole reason I joined this game. So. Okay. That's a refreshing way of looking at it. Yeah. Um, I, I've got a question that you may not have thought about. Um, while certainly there are players your age who play mm-hmm. at or near the level that you play at, mm-hmm. when it comes to players your age moving into the pro game, you're kind of above, you're thought of as the leader of that pack. Is that a position that you're comfortable with? Um, it's crazy. Like, I don't even think of myself as that, if that makes sense. Like, everybody asks me, you know, like, how does it feel to get third in, like, the WPBA? And I'm like, ah, uh, <laughs> I still feel like it didn't happen. So 
it um it honestly is really cool that people view it like that um I've always just wanted to be somebody who can you know um make a difference or like help other people achieve what I want to achieve as well so like if if other juniors were to come in I would love to you know help them or make them feel more at home because I know it can be super intimidating to walk in to like your first match playing Kelly Fisher like that's a lot of pressure you know and that's that's a new type of pressure because you just want to meet her you know you just want to you just want to say hey I met Kelly Fisher not hey you know I I have to play her first round like it's a lot to take in so like if anything if I if I am looked at as the leader like I just want them to know that like it's gonna be okay (laughs) you know it's gonna take a lot of losses to these people before you can start to like get that experience under your belt and then start trying to compete against them if that makes sense okay um, anybody who watches you play, uh, the first thing that jumps out at them is, is the headband, the, the peach hour headband. <laughs> Tell us how that came together. I mean, you're, you had them as a sponsor when you were very young. Yeah. Um, it's a funny story. So my hair is out of control constantly. Like I don't know what to do with it anymore. So I just gave up and I just kept putting it in a ponytail to get it out of my face. And then I would wear a headband too because when you get when you get nervous and it gets hot and it gets humid, then like your hair starts my hair starts to go crazy. So I would put a headband on. And initially this headband was had nothing on it. And then my dad looked at it and was like, You should put Hustlin on there because Quinn Hustlin was my sponsor. And so we were like, Yeah, let's do it. So I put Hustlin on. Then um a couple things happened. Um and Peach Hour became my main sponsor. So we're like, let's change it to Peach Hour, right? So we put Peach Hour on it, and everybody blew up because um, not only did we change uh, to Peach Hour, we changed the color of it too. So, like, if you notice, I wear, like, bright yellow or bright pink, so it's very noticeable. And, yeah, it just kind of stuck, I guess. <laughs> How does a player – I mean, I know – I know world champions who struggle to find sponsorship. How does mm-hmm. a player, how do you look at going about getting a sponsor? Um, to be completely honest, <laughs> I walk up and I like to, uh, I like to joke with people and make them smile. So if I can like, if I can make somebody smile and like do something that they'll remember me by, then that helps me a lot because like, that's what I've noticed has helped me get sponsorships is like, just go up and talk to them, get to know them, you know, let them get to know you. You don't, it's not entirely based off of your pool playing. Like Peter has told me multiple times, like if a better opportunity arises, we're here for you. Like we want the best for you. So they most, most of the time in my experience, they just want, the best for you and they're like if they know you well enough they're willing to do whatever it takes to like get the best for you if that makes sense so if you let your sponsors get to know you instead of just be on like a complete business level where it's just like this is our contract you know um that's helped me a lot so it's patience and eventually everything will work itself out and as a player who is sponsored by 
a major Q company, what do you feel are your responsibilities to that sponsor? Um, I feel like my responsibilities is to be myself, you know, like never just don't be disrespectful. There's a lot of there's a lot of bad image of this game and my I feel like my duty to my sponsor is to make this like the view of this game so much better than it already is or like so much not better but viewed like a more professional game and do that while wearing their you know like while wearing their logo on on me so they get a good name as well if that makes sense just like just be you you know don't be fake just try and give the sport the best name it could possibly have okay now you said you've got you said you had a big event coming up this weekend um it's just it's a match of a team of lindenwood uh there's like six players on our team for this weekend and we're playing um god what is it i can't remember the name but uh it's against another team and we're playing on our home turf so in our uh practice facility and can you tell us about plans for the rest of the year and then, you know, big picture plans for the future? So plans for the rest of the year is um, I just have world championships coming up, junior world championships, and then the Atlantic Challenge Cup. I think those are going to be the only two tournaments that I'll be playing in. Um, there's no set schedule for our college, um, our college matches yet. But I'll be playing in hopefully most of those as well. Um, and then for the long run, um, you know, Mark's kind of put that passion back in me. So I kind of want to still be number one eventually. That's just however I need to do it is kind of I'm willing to do anything at this point because I just love the game, just like Mark. And, and while while we all love the game – you are going to college. How big yes. a part of your future life do you see pool being? Um, so I think after college, I'm going to give it a couple of years, you know, um, keep playing as much as possible. Uh, and then if it works and like I can make money doing it and I can live a decent life doing it, I'll do it as long as possible. But then eventually I'm planning on settling down, you know, and, getting a job and then just doing it more as like for fun, you know, still competing and trying to obviously win whatever I can, but, um, you know, I can't make a living forever. Like eventually it's going to have to come to an end, like where it's my entire life. And then I'll get a job hopefully and have that career behind me. What are you majoring in? Um, I'm majoring in finance currently. Well, certainly be able to, to know when you look at the at the books when pool or 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 what pool is taking away from you financially Mm -hmm. and i'm not saying that pool takes away from you financially i'm just saying you know you can be realistic when you look at the 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 positives and the negatives right right well april i wish you all the luck in your upcoming events and when are the junior world championships uh, junior World Championships are at the end of October, beginning of November. Okay. Hopefully we can have you back on when you get back to the States and you can tell us about what that experience was like and hopefully winning a gold medal. Thank you. That would be wonderful. I really appreciate it.
All right, April, I will let you get back to studying, and I appreciate you taking some time for us today. Perfect. Thank you so much. All right. Talk to you soon. Talk to you later. Bye-bye. All right. That was April, and that was our show for this week. Stay tuned next week. I hope to have another interview with you. I don't know who it'll be, but I hope to have that lined up here pretty soon. Thanks for listening, everybody. And Dave, we are thinking about you. 